0: Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. It's
1: time for the Catholic Hipster Podcast with my dad, Tommy.
0: And I found sale
1: I hope you like it.
2: What up, everybody, and welcome to episode 23 of the Catholic Hipster Podcast. Somehow, we still haven't been canceled. I'm pretty impressed by that. I'm Tommy, out here in the San Francisco Bay Area, and across the country is Sarah Fabulous in Atlanta, Georgia. Sarah, how are you today?
0: I'm great, Tommy. How are you doing?
2: I'm really good. Yeah. Happy Surprisingly, Saturday. So we, like, bumped up the recording time to, to 5.30, my time, yeah. on a Saturday. Yeah. And... You wouldn't even, I was like, this is so cool because then, I mean, it's cool for me. It's also kind of crazy for me, but I'm thinking, like, oh, I'll be done. So it's not like my kids are awake for a long time and my wife is all alone in there. But of course, the four year old and six year old were both awake before I even came out here to start recording this. So as that's luck, life.
0: As luck would have it.
2: I'm like, you guys should go cuddle with mom in bed. It'd be <laughs> great.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't want to go do that?
2: usually children on a Saturday morning.
0: <laughs> oh, really? I was, I used to love crawling in bed with my parents.
2: So how have you been? What's new?
0: Oh, what's new? I don't know. What's new? We recorded, what, two weeks ago, right? Yes. Yes. What's we did, new? With
2: the crunch dudes. Yeah. The crunch
0: dudes. You know, just just life. Um, just keep on. I just work. Basically, that's it. I'm so not exciting at all. <laughs>
2: Can you you got to pretend to be exciting for the podcast? I, I think, know.
0: So. Uh, do you want me to make stuff up? Um No, no,
2: that's like well what time is confession on Saturdays? Do you got time?
0: It's right now actually at my parish because Uh-oh. it's 8:30 this Oh, time, that's right. So, yeah. what's new? Well, my next-door neighbors had a rager last night and instead of yeah. deciding to join the party, I wanted to be a wet blanket on the party.
2: Heck, yeah. So, You're 33 for God's sake. That's Tell him right. to shut up.
0: I got out my broomstick <laughs> and shook it. Um but uh, yeah. So what well, I don't know, just just I've just been trying to spend some quality time with friends these days. Um and that's been um, really nice. Um and then I guess, you know, gearing up for the Super Bowl in a week, my Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl.
2: Heck yeah, congratulations. That's pretty cool, dude.
0: Yeah, what's new with you?
2: Um
0: See, it's nothing. not so easy, is it? It's right. No,
2: there's nothing. I did. Last time we recorded, I immediately went to confession after I finished the podcast. Like, I shut my laptop and went straight to confession. So that's how the last episode went.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, we have a surprise hanging on in the background right now.
2: Is it Peppa Pig?
0: Peppa, is it you? It's me, it's Peppa. It might as well be at this point. <laughs> this weekend yeah. has we the, the most clicks of all time. Disney character. Who would have the most
2: clicks ever? Oh, if you,
0: go- if you guys do not know that voice, this is the one and only Leah Darrow.
1: Oh, yeah. It's me. How could you miss it, right? <laughs> we
0: What's are up, so B-? excited.
2: You're splitting the difference between our cross-country podcast right there in the middle, kind of, right?
1: I'm just helping bring everything together. I'm right here in St. Louis. So I'm right in just smack in between you guys from California to Georgia. So Isn't awesome. the
2: internet amazing? It's, it's
1: amazing. Thank you, Al Gore. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Well, Leah, if people don't know who you are, what are the top three things that you tell people about yourself? Top three things I tell people about myself? Yeah,
1: if you're meeting someone for the first time. Outside of like ministry work and all that jazz, is that what you're talking about? Let's like go just with a regular, Catholic. like
0: let's go with Catholic people. We like we like to think that we have a Catholic audience. Okay, Uh
1: I hope you <laughs> we do. Well, you might not, but that's okay too, because like everybody's welcome, man. Right. Come on down. Um What do I tell myself? You know, it's kind of funny. I when I'm on when I'm when I'm speaking and I'm on stage, um, I I love it. I. I'm so blessed to be able to do what I do. And I'm not just saying that I'm so excited about it. I really feel like God's given me a message on my heart. So I'm really excited to share that message. And that's the extrovert part of me. But I get off the stage and I'm like a massive introvert. And I'm like, I don't want to make eye contact. I don't want introductions. Hey, what's up? I'm Leah. I'm going to turn around and walk into my corner and read a book or something. (laughs) So I just, I, I just hate chit chat mm-hmm. oh it's just the worst to me so usually Brief. if I'm in, you know trying to figure out like what to say about somebody I'd just probably say hey I'm Leah and um you know these are my I'm sorry that my kids have destroyed your home um <laughs> I I can pay for that uh just send me a bill I, I don't know probably something like that um <laughs> probably be like an introduction probably just apologize for whatever my children just destroyed and then Um, And after that, it depends on how much they destroyed. I I may give another name like I'm Monica. That's who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: Monica. Uh, Well, the the true story is, is that um, you're a wonderful Catholic speaker, an author, a podcaster yourself and just all around lovely lady. Thank you. My husband would probably agree with some of that. But
2: yeah, that was a great <laughs> intro. I never got an intro like that. That's pretty sweet.
1: <laughs> yeah, that it is. It's very, very kind, actually. That is really nice. Yeah, no, I'm, that is true. I, uh, yeah, Catholic speaker. Obviously, as you know, I have my background in um, the secular world and fashion and modeling. I was on the TV show America's Next Top Model, which is old news, but people like to still bring that up. That's cool. But that's true. I was there on that show. And then after that, kind of had like this massive conversion and came back to the church from being gone for about 10 years and uh, really wasn't planning on doing anything in ministry, had no desire to, didn't want to, thought that was kind of silly. And uh, God just kind of was like, ha, 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 you're, you think you're so great. And, um, <laughs> You think you know everything, Leah. And uh sorry that's my kids screaming in the background. But you know what? Whatever. Um but yeah, so then uh yeah, God brought me to this great ministry and now I get to speak all over. Um I especially like to talk to women, um, and remind them of their dignity and their worth. Um, that they're strong and that they're brave and that they can do it. You know, with God they can do it. So yeah, that's I mean, that's, like, a better answer of, like, what do you do, Leah? Who are you? But <laughs> no, I but husband, the first one was comedic. Self... It was
2: good. And it was relatable. It was the first one yeah. was relatable, yeah. too. Yeah. I,
1: just, I mean, don't you just hate it? Like, I don't know. There's a part of me that's, like, a massive introvert, and I'm like, I just mm-hmm. – I mean, I just crowd people, shaking hands, cocktail glasses. Oh, man. I'm just, like
2: – I had a guy – I had um, a guy who's a great guy who came up to me after mass one time. It's happened to me like three times where someone comes up to me outside of church when I'm just trying to rush to the van to drive away. And someone's like, hey, I think I follow you on Twitter. And I'm always like, uh, I'm sorry. I I don't know. I need <laughs> yeah. to leave. I, I got to right. get out of here.
1: <laughs> and it's so funny when, when the the timing of these interactions, It for me, I feel like when it's not like immediately me coming off stage, but it's me just in daily life, it's always somebody coming up to me. And I'm not kidding you. This is a true story. They're coming up to me as I'm trying to like whip out a boob and nurse one of my babies <laughs> at the back at the church and I'm like um my other kids are like one's peeing in a corner and other one's like <laughs> destroying something And I mean like, this is truly happening and they're like we just love what you do and I'm like uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks 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 can you just like grab my kid over there and like pull up their pants thanks appreciate it it's just kind of funny so Anyway,
0: real life. It's real, light, real life, real <laughs> life. I had it happen to me one time when I was out to dinner um for for one of my mom's like bigger birthdays. It starts with a six. And um, and so we're just out to dinner. and this girl walks up to the table and is like, "Oh my gosh, are you Catholic drinky?" And I was like, I'm out to dinner with my family. And they've never let me live that down. That's funny. That's that's good. Well, you know what? And praise be to God that God gives us
1: these voices and a message to share with people and people hear it and are inspired because, and I'm sure we all can agree, they're not inspired necessarily by us, but it's just something that God's put on our heart that we share with others and that connects. And so you just got to, you know, I think embrace um, the God in us that others see and then see the God in them and then move on.
2: Exactly. (laughs) And then nurse the baby and go. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, Leah, I think the first time we met was uh, here in Atlanta when you were a Steubenville, Atlanta speaker. Probably, yeah. That would make
1: sense since you're an Atlanta girl.
0: I may have picked you up at the airport. I can't remember if you were one of my airport runs. I I drove a lot of people to and from the airport.
2: You were like the Catholic Uber before Uber even existed. Oh, my
0: gosh. I totally was because I've totally driven – um, any uh, Steubenville, Atlanta speaker that's ever been, including like um, Matt Mar and Mark Hart and Leah and oh, gosh, the list just goes on and on. <laughs> you know what you should do,
1: Sarah? You should um, rent one of those vans, get put a whole bunch of lights inside of it and make it, instead of the cash cab, make it the Catholic cab <laughs> and Good. then do Play like
2: hymns and pass a basket around.
1: Right. Gregorian chant. And then when you pick up people, you have they have to, like, answer three questions correctly to to be let out of the van. Otherwise, you're going to take them to confession or something. I don't know. Something <laughs> like that. Oh,
0: that's hardcore.
2: <laughs> this is a this is like a great is EWTN listening because that's like that's a done deal. That's like a show. <laughs>
0: they would pick oh. up on that. This is right <laughs> up their speed. <laughs> I'll call my friends at Catholic TV. Maybe they'd that be up for better. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I just like randomly, you know, pick up people anyway,
2: anybody randomly. It's great. Hey, get in. Are you Catholic? No? Good. Get in. It's gonna be good ride. You
1: know <laughs> It's <laughs> like the nacho Libre type of baptism, you know? You're just like, Oh, you're not Catholic? That's fine. And then when the, you you get in, lock the doors, child lock just and be like at
2: <laughs> Exactly.
0: We will baptize you. <laughs> you guys are cracking me up because it's reminding me um of when I was in New York for Christmas this this last year. Um so my parents and I are just walking around and as you know this this Christmas um, Hanukkah lined up um, and the first night of Hanukkah was also Christmas Eve. So we like to, on Christmas Eve, go and visit um, St. Patrick's, go see the um, the Rockefeller tree and just walk around and look at some of the Christmas lights. While well, we're walking around, um, because it's the first night of Hanukkah and we're in New York, there's all of these um, young Jewish boys running around selling menorahs and, and, for them to try to make the sale, if you make contact with or eye contact with them, they go, "Are you Jewish?"
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's how they. That's their opening line. Are you Jewish? And I, no, I'm. I'm Catholic. Well, do you still want to buy one? <laughs>
2: <laughs> smooth <laughs> and,
0: and like uh the next day we or i guess it was the day after christmas we're just down at, um it we're downtown just walking around and this van drives up and it has a giant menorah on top and my my dad comments and we're about half a block away and my dad's like that's awesome the van pulls over because he sees my dad's excitement and go, yells out of it with a with a car full of children too hey are you jewish <laughs> <laughs> It's great evangelization. I love it. Totally. great and to the point. This is kind of genius. You just ask somebody, are you Jewish? Okay, buy this. And so they're just selling these little mini menorahs. And it just, it was everywhere. And it was cracking me up beyond all. So when Tommy, you said, are you Catholic? It just totally took me back.
2: That's right. We should just start doing that. Like hardcore evangelization teams that are just shouting from vans at people. I think that might... Be uh, um, we'll be just good.
0: drive around with rosaries. Hey, are you Catholic?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so why Maybe don't we, we split this guns. thing up? We split this thing up with pretend commercial breaks so that we're not just rambling on forever because it would be too boring, I think. So um let's take a break and then we're gonna come back and keep doing the same thing. And there won't actually be a real break in real life. Did <laughs> I ruin it? I pull the curtain back.
1: I think it's time for a break now.
0: Welcome back, everybody, from our fake break. Um, we are just so excited uh, to continue to... Blah, blah, blah. Um, hello, it's Saturday morning, and I haven't had coffee yet. Um, <laughs> to continue Why speaking... Why has this not been
2: picked up by a radio station? <laughs> I can understand.
0: I just... You know, Leah, isn't this, like, the most professional interview you've ever been on? It's the best. Oh, I mean,
1: I've got a baby in my arms right now. I mean, so, like, we're We're good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we're just so excited to continue the conversation with Leah. She has um, some really, really neat stuff um, around the corner, but something that she launched yesterday uh, because of her time at SEEK and right alongside um, the March for Life. So, so we're recording um, on the 28th. Yesterday, the 27th, the March for Life happened in Washington, D.C. And Leah has some exciting news that she shared, you know, a little bit yesterday, but really she's breaking news here on our podcast. <laughs> That's right. Breaking news. Just just
1: here the full story. So, okay, earlier this month in January, I was at the Seat conference that Focus puts on and and this year it was in San Antonio. And so, um was there and I gave one I gave the last women's breakout talk. So, you know, anywhere between 6, 7,000 women Um, are there. And it just was an awesome experience. And so I, you know, gave my talk and encouraged the girls. And the very end of this talk, I told them a story about my daughters, um, uh, Agnes and Violet. And I went through this whole story of what happened of like, and I'll just recap it very, very quickly here. But um, Agnes ended up um, this last May being in the ICU for four days due to a severe asthma attack. And it was really scary, but praise God, she's fine now, everything's fine. And we didn't know she had asthma, um, so she got her diagnosis when she was in the hospital, but she obviously um, was having a very difficult time breathing. and she ended up kind of almost going unconscious. It was very scary. And so we were taken by ambulance to the hospital and she gets great care there. And, um, while she was there over the four days, she was getting very nervous because the nurses, the doctors are coming in and they're messing with her and poking her and giving her shots and messing with her IV and all sorts of stuff. And so I just kept, I don't know what it was, but I just said, okay, Agnes, look at mommy. And she would look at me and, you know, she's only two years old. And I just said, you are strong and you are brave. Do you understand me? And she was like nodded her head, yes, mama. And I said, now repeat it back to me. I am strong. I am brave. And she's this sweet little girl just be saying, I am strong. I am brave. And we would say this over and over, this little mantra. And I said, now listen to me. You you can do this because you are strong and you are brave. And so every time the nurses and doctors would come in, um, it was amazing because I got to wa- – I literally watched before me – this scared little two-year-old become actually brave and strong. I saw her actually believe those words and, in and- each time um, the nurses and doctors would come in, uh, she I did notice that she did become a little bit stronger and a little bit br- braver. And I was just so proud of her. And, you know, each time that they would come in, I would repeat this mantra over and over. And so, um, you know, anyways, we get sent home. Everything She's in the clear. And we have the right medicine for her and everything now. And um, a month later in June, I gave birth to our third baby, um, Violet. And... So I brought her, after I had her, I brought her home to meet her brother and her sister. And Agnes is just staring at Violet in amazement, looking at this tiny little baby. and She's so excited. And then I could tell on her face, she gets real serious and she's just staring at her. And she whispers to me, she goes, Mom. And then she kind of gotten really close to Violet. And then she looked up at me and she just said, is she strong and brave too? Oh. Right. My heart just melted. And so I just, my heart, I had my ears are like, or my, my, uh, my, my eyes are full of tears. And, um, I just looked at her and I said, yes, Agnes, God made all girls strong and brave. And so I told this story at the end of my women's talk at the seat conference. And, um, I let those girls know, I, you know, I just told them, I was like, look, I don't know if there's been anybody in your life you know, that's ever told you that. And if not, then let me be the one to say that you are strong and that you are brave and you can live out God's plan for your life in this world. And I just kind of went on on that thing. And at the end of this talk, um, the the way Focus had it set up is there was like a little bit of Q&A. Q and, and so the girls could like tweet a question and then I would be able to answer it on stage and one of the questions was Leah how do we remember to be strong and brave and so I gave some practical information and tips of like prayer and daily prayer and receiving the sacraments and then I was like do whatever you need to do ladies write it on a write it on your mirror or like I was like if I need to I'll make you a stupid t-shirt and then they erupted in applause and they were like make a shirt make a shirt and I was like <laughs> I kind of like wanted to go on to the next question but then they just started kind of saying it they're like yeah come on make a shirt." I'm like okay, I'll make you a shirt. And they are the ones, the women of seek 2017 that inspired this entire product line that I just launched yesterday, the Bra- the strong and brave series. And so I did make some of those shirts and some coffee mugs and some prints that they can frame and put on the wall and even some pillows for their bedroom. So anyway, <laughs> so, um, it just launched on my website, leahdare.com if you're interested in taking a look, look at it, but yeah, it's, It's to help remind women, um, young and old, that they're strong and brave. And God made us that way.
0: I'm buying a t-shirt for my goddaughter.
1: They're super cute. I have to admit, I I really do like them. (laughs) Even if they weren't mine,
0: I would like them. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, these are awesome. I bet Tommy wishes he could wear one.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm weak and, and cowardly. But so if you make a line that says weak and cowardly, I would be happy to have a coffee mug.
1: <laughs> I would I I will consider that just for you.
0: Tommy really it's not gonna wants to
2: be his biggest seller. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, you really want the the green tank top, the light le- the like mint green tank top. That's what you really need.
2: I'm gonna have to start working on my guns before the sun comes out if I'm gonna be doing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, this is so cool. Leah. And so everybody we will put a link to all this, um, in the show notes so that you can, um, support Leah and all the good work that she does with her cool new products for all the beautiful young and old women in your lives. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. So you also have a podcast. What is it that you talk about on your podcast?
1: Yeah. So I have one of those, one of those podcast things, um, It is called Do Something Beautiful. So it's a podcast where uh, I just go over stories and people um, that are truly doing beautiful things in the world for for the Lord and making it a better place. We have such a um, misunderstanding or misconception of the word beauty. And so we think that it automatically is just the exterior. It's everything to do with makeup and lip gloss and mascara. And I think those are great and I love them. And I think actually Jesus is super okay with lip gloss. I don't think he's really against that at all. But beauty (laughs) is- All the trads
2: just logged (laughs) off. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
1: Well, good riddance. So, um, I, you know, I just, uh, okay, so, beauty is just so misunderstood. And the fact is like, we need to get back to the source of beauty, which is God, which is our creator. And that beauty has got to be something more than that. And so that's what I try to bring up. I just try to bring up, um, topics. And like I said, introduce people and their stories that are, that are really beautiful, that are, have embodied this, um, desire for, holiness and are trying to live that out in their life and realize that it's more important um, to contribute to this world than just to compete with one another. And especially for women, there's this spirit of competition that tries to just ruin relationships um, within ourselves, within others. And that's just not what we should be about. So I wanted to start a podcast that would celebrate the unity between people and the beauty um in this world and in others. And so that's what I do. I talk about all that jazz on the Do Something Beautiful podcast. And I sometimes I most, most of the time have guests. Sometimes I don't and I just yeah, that's what I do.
2: It sounds very cool. Sounds like do you think Sarah she might have like ripped off our podcast? Because isn't that what we do? Or no? Do we not do that?
0: Oh, we totally talk about everything <laughs> beautiful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just in a very ugly way
0: <laughs> yeah there sarcasm count as beautiful
2: <laughs> that's too cool it's fantastic that's great leah that you do that i think it's just uh an important message so it's really great that you yeah. keep it out there Eat all kinds of crazy platforms you're just everywhere all the time and it's amazing and Aww. making cinnamon rolls so people got to respect the hell out of that
1: yeah well you know I i may have just burned them they're in the oven right now but those kids, I'm going to shove them down
2: their throats. Put enough frosting this- on there, and they're going down the <laughs> yeah, hatch. Yeah, that's what I was going to
0: say. Just frost them. You're good. You're good. Exactly. Uh, so, Leah, we asked um, Twitter to submit some questions. Are you ready to hear from some of our faithful Twitter brethren? I would love to. Yeah, let's let's uh, <laughs> let's hear it. Awesome. So, Ethan, who is co-host of the Crunch Podcast, he's at BroPostle on Twitter, wants to know if you are strong. Are you brave? Heck yeah, I am. So I guess he got wind of of your your chat at uh, at Seek. He was also there, but I imagine he was not in. I think in he the was room. probably sitting
2: right outside the door with like a cup on the on the door, wishing he could be inside. Huh?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you want me to expand upon that, or should I just say yes? You.
2: Can- no, you're strong and pr- you do what you want. Sorry, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, you're great.
1: <laughs> whatever you want to do. Yeah, I'm gonna go with yes, I am. Next question.
0: All right, perfect. Nice. That's
2: how we. Do it. So
0: um at Bubbly Catholic, um, whose name is Full of Lizzie Grace, um, what are some things you've learned about from motherhood? Also, tell Leah I love her. Three hearts. Ooh, oh, three
1: hearts. She is so sweet. I just love her. Um, okay, so what are things I've learned about motherhood? I've learned a lot of things about motherhood. Like there's no such thing as a hot cup of coffee anymore. So I've just embraced <laughs> iced coffee. Um <laughs> I've learned that I don't have time for shampoo and conditioner, so I buy the combo (laughs) two-in-one. There's a lot of things I've learned about motherhood. I've also learned that, um, or I've been just a small awareness of God's love for me and all people. Um, The moment I was pregnant with Agnes, the moment I took that test and it said, you know, positive, you're pregnant, um, I never stopped thinking about her. I never, ever stopped thinking about this other person. And that profoundly changed my prayer life because I thought if if me, who is crazy and sinful and problematic in almost every way, um, can have such devotion to another, I can only imagine how God thinks of us and the fact that He just is always there. God is. And so his presence in our life, you know, regardless if we want to acknowledge it or not, but he's there for us and he loves us and he wants good for us. He wants him for us. And that just changed my life a lot. Um, just realizing of how much I was in tune to my children from the moment I was aware of them. Um, and so that's been really beautiful. And then probably the, the, the last thing I could share about that is that when I had Agnes, and Agnes is, is my first. I have Agnes, Ambrose, and Violet. And um, when I had Agnes, I was living in Denver. My, Ricky and I were living in Denver at the time, and we had just gone to mass at the Augustine Institute with Father Riley. And um, we were. It was after mass, and I was hanging out in the atrium area, and I don't know. Agnes was probably only like a month old, and. Father Riley comes over to me, and I'm sitting down. He comes over to me, and um, he just whispers. He's like, Leah, you are God to her. Mm. I was like, what? And he's like, you are God to her. Before she can even know about God, she will experience God through you. How you love her, how you take care of her, how you tend to her needs will be her first experience with love, and God is love so pressure lots was, of pressure <laughs> it was a lot of pressure and then he just walked away and i'm like uh, truth bomb exactly <laughs> and it just it floored me however um that i'll i obviously like cuz i told the story i'll never forget it it was such a it was such a moment in my life when i realized the gravity of my vocation as mother that it does matter Um, how I love my babies from the moment they are conceived um, to the very end. And, you know, which I don't want to go off too much on this topic, but like that, I mean, this is if if women, if, if women in the world knew their power to change the world through love of another, especially a child in the womb, we wouldn't be having this crazy dichotomy between women's March versus March of life. And I'm like, wow. Like, we've, we, we've forgotten who we are. We have forgotten the beauty of our vocation and in trying to strip us of our femininity and the beauty of our biology and trying to make us just, just like men, we're, we are denying the power we have to make this world so fantastic. And so, um, anyway, but getting back to the, what I've learned from motherhood, those are just a few, few things that I am in the process of learning and that have been revealed to me. So, it's pretty great, and then other days, you know, it's crazy, and I don't have time to brush my teeth, and I try to think, like, how many days has it been since I took a shower, um, but that's all right, you know, because my kids still love me, even if I smell, and they still want to cuddle with me, and um, Ricky kind of looks at me like, what's going on? <laughs> <There's something laughs> your, I think there's something in your hair. It's like a sticker or something, but, you know, <laughs> it's good. I really,
0: um, I really love it. I really love being a mama. That's awesome. Um, so in Smith um, at NSISN5, awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you make Ricky's lunch before he goes to work or is he so badass that he eats MREs? Yeah, well, <laughs> he is BA, absolutely. Um <laughs>
1: Yes, so my yeah. So people don't know my husband is a green green beret. So like you know he just forges his lunch from the trees outside and the hawk you know, shoots from his bow and arrow. <laughs>
0: Every morning he steps out onto the balcony and shoots it. Um, no, that's good. Don't don't say anymore. <laughs> leave it there. Just right? leave it. Leave yes. It there. It's excellent. All right. Great. Next question. Um, Father Kyle Snipple of Cincinnati would like to know what you would say to young women. Um, in teens who are struggling with body image? Mm. You know, you got to be informed, number
1: one. So body image, it's a very layered issue and you have to respect that and then understand like, you know, ways you can kind of combat that. One way is be informed. Um, The things that you're looking at in the magazines and online and through all the filters are not real. Pull it together, ladies. You've got to realize that that everything's photoshopped and everybody has taken a million pictures. I mean hundreds of photos to find that one that looks the very best, the right angle, the right lighting that makes your thighs look smaller, whatever it might be. And so it's a real lie. I mean, the beauty industry has perfected lying about beauty. And keep in mind that the beauty industry Oh, God bless you, Violet. Sorry, she's me. Um, <laughs> The beauty industry is built upon the foundation of trying to remind you in whatever way possible that you need fixing. That you're not good enough. You've got problems, and they do that so that they can fulfill that void. So they're saying, "Oh, look, you've got you don't have the shiniest hair. Look, your skin's not flawless. Look, you're not the right weight." But now I've got a product with four easy payments of twenty nine ninety five mm-hmm. that will help you achieve that. So you got to become informed and just know that um, this is th- this is a business. The beauty industry is a business, and you are their little. Um, puppets that they're trying to just sway one way or the next and then outside of that education um You've, we, we've got to remember that, that what we do in this world matters and what we read and what we take in matters. That's why hopefully your parents are sending you to school because they're hopefully thinking that you're going to absorb some of that information and become more informed and smart and then do something good. Well, if we are also absorbing all of the information in the world that's just telling you that you're less than, that you need to look a certain way and be a certain way and have a certain type of relationship, and those things are not in line with your greatest good, um, that will affect you. So what you're looking at online, the people you follow on Facebook or Instagram or on Twitter, that matters. Um, you should unfollow and and just not pay attention to those things that don't breathe life into your life. And you should start following people or organizations that are truly doing good in the world and will inspire you to also do those good things. And then also on another level, um, it's, it's hopefully allowing, you know, a lot of young women and young girls to realize that their identity and their worth is not found in Maybelline or Chanel or Dolce Gabbana, but it's found in God alone, God alone. And so until you can, until you can really take that to heart and put that as your foundation, that your identity and worth is in a child of God, is in a daughter of God, daughter of the King, it's going to be a tough road for you. It's going to be a tough road. And so why put yourself through that mess? It's just, you know, just don't do it. I mean, take out the influences and the triggers that are making you feel less than get the help you need, um, remove all of those things in your life. That's not breathing life. If you need therapy, go get therapy. If you need somebody to talk to, then find somebody to talk to. Make sure you receive the sacraments as often as possible, because those will strengthen you in your identity, in your worth, and hopefully help with those, um, issues that we can sometimes have in our, within our body and within the exterior, um. And look, I can relate to it. I mean, that's I had major body image issues and body image distortions coming out of the modeling industry. Um, I was constantly obsessed with with my body and having it look a certain way and me being a certain weight. And um, it just it practically ruined me. I wasn't happy. I wasn't joyful. I was constantly aware of what I'm doing. And I also began to look at other women in the world as my competition. Mm. And so I would see them and I'd be like, Oh, you've got a better thigh gap than me. I hate you. Mm. Oh, you've got better hair. I hate you. And that just, that negativity just breeds hate and it ends up breeding self hate. And you end up, I end up looking at myself and hating who I was and I hated what I look like. And, it took a long time and I still fight those tendencies, but I'm able to now to be able to look at myself with a very different body and different fi- figure <laughs> than where I was m- modeling. Um, but thankfully so, because I'm amazing. I mean, I have given birth to three babies back to back, by the way, Um <laughs> And, and although I have a different figure and there are different numbers on the size of, on, on, on my clothing labels, I don't care. Um, I'm happy. I know who I am. And I find beauty in that and not necessarily, um, you know, with the perfect shiny hair and the perfect number on the scale because that just doesn't exist.
0: No,
2: Well, awesome. yeah. I think we got to leave it there. We'll come back and we will uh, spend about five more minutes and put Leah on the Catholic hipster hot seat. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> cool.
0: Now back to the show.
2: Okay. How do I do? Do I go? Is that what I do? Is it ready? She's not talking, so it must be ready. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I hope I made that hard for you to edit, Sarah. That was good. Yes. Um, so we'll the last segment with Leah Darrow, and we have to hurry because her cinnamon rolls. I mean, it's getting it's getting dangerous in there. I hope it's <laughs> at the right temperature. It's going to be bad. But your home's going to smell great no matter what. Right. That's, That's good right. News. So before we put uh, Leah on the hipster hot seat sponsored by St. Lawrence, I just wanted to touch on um what was going on a little while ago, I guess like a year ago, my wife and Leah were both pregnant at the same time. And it was really cool because it was a time when we didn't know anybody around here who was pregnant. Everybody had just had a baby or wasn't quite having a baby yet. Um, And so it meant a lot to us because I think as a lot of people know, um, our son had a diagnosis that kind of eventually led to him dying after he was born. And it was a real struggle. And so it was really, um, it was like a light to be able to watch Leah's pregnancy continue. When you were going to the hospital, I was like, gosh, this is so excited! I don't even know who you are. You're a total stranger to me, basically. But I was getting so much joy out of being able to see your pregnancy, like carrying on and seeing your beautiful baby. And I just wanted to let you know, it meant a lot to us because it was just something that we needed to see during that time.
1: Yeah. So thank you me. so much. You didn't even
2: know what you were doing. And it was really nice. It was just beautiful. And,
1: uh, yeah. well, I, you know, and it was the, it was, the, it's definitely reciprocal. I mean, R- Ricky and I were following, you and your wife on Twitter and, and your journey. And it was just, um, it made this pregnancy for me with Violet, um, much more purposeful and, um, there was a lot more gratitude and that's sometimes hard at the end stages of, you know, pregnancy. When you just want
2: this baby out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's just, you're just so, so done. You're just, you know, you have to do like a seven point turn, on, you know, in, in, in bed at night. Cause like you just, it's just, you need a crane to get out Your poor
2: husband is like tying your shoes for you before you go out the door in the morning. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. I mean, and if, if you've ever seen pictures of me pregnant, we all can just agree. I'm like ginormous. I'm just one of those women that just get massively big and I'm totally cool with it, but it's just the truth. So, um, but no, it, it, it was, there was a lot of solidarity though, I think between us. And I know I felt it especially just, um, especially through Twitter and our conversations back and forth, because, um, you know, obviously my heart was breaking for you two um, at the time for everything that you were dealing with. And at the same time, reminding me to be grateful for my gift of life. And, and I remember, you know, when you guys had your son, Luke, um, it was just this powerful prayer. I just began praying to him, like, you know, little St. Luke, little baby Luke, I was just praying. And I remember specifically when I went into labor, God is my witness. He knows this is true. I remember thinking and praying to him, asking little Luke's help, um, with my delivery and, and just to get through it because Violet's was great and healthy and fine, but it was a, it was one of my most challenging deliveries. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, Praise be to God for the solidarity that we have um, within one another. And it's just, you know, even the things that you don't think can connect with one another, they really can. And so thank you. And thank you for sharing that with with the world. I mean, that is so private and a tragedy and difficult. But it was so beautiful how you shared and celebrated life. And um, and I just, I don't think we can thank you enough for that. Because those are, that takes a lot of strength and to do it, and um, it's helped a lot of people. I know it's affected me, and it's helped us, and I know that Violet's very great grateful for Luke's intercession and prayers, and so um, thank you for that.
2: Yeah, I think it's that's that's unbelievably nice of you, and too kind. It made me feel a little strong and brave, just for a little bit. There you go, really nice. but there you go. I, it's really, uh, you know, it, it helps to really balance the terribleness of social media. I think it was like so powerful. For us, it was like, wow, we've never felt the body of christ like moving like it really was and so it was a really powerful help to our faith in that we really saw like the solidarity of the church and all of these people who you know we can joke around and we goof off and we say stupid things sometimes um, to each other on the internet or whatever but then like when push comes to shove everybody's there for you everybody's connected and it's just um it's mind-blowing so it was just really great to be connected to you and your husband and and your baby and just all these other people and it was really it was special very special
1: yeah, I definitely agree. It
2: was. So now let's let's get more serious because we're going to put you on the hipster hot seat. It's the most I think it's the most fearful two and a half minutes in Catholic podcasting for the guests. Is that do you think that's a good is accurate there? Yes, yeah, super yeah, accurate. accurate. Yeah, we need okay.
0: we need intro music
2: for this. We do like a sizzling. Yeah. Like a sizzling. I'm going
0: like- to a, a work on that. I'm going to work on that. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: this is this sounds fun guys thanks
0: <laughs> um okay well um so i'll go first because i actually wrote a couple questions this is so exciting
2: this is pro way to go i
0: know hey leah so what's your favorite flavor of halo top
2: wait what hold on time out what are you talking okay
0: about?
1: <laughs> oh halo top what you don't know about this you're gonna have to find out okay so i've only tried two vanilla and chocolate and i oh. i've heard peanut butter pretty good so i'll say vanilla I'll just
0: okay. save Hanel. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. The red velvet's really good. Mm-hmm. Pro tip.
2: And oh. this is okay, I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask later because it, it's ice cream. Of- it's
0: healthy, quote, healthy ice cream. It's got protein. It's oh. Fine. Yeah.
2: Fantastic. Leah, margarita. Am I, am I stealing your margarita one? Oh, Do you like fine. it on the rocks? <laughs> Do you like it with salt? Without salt? What are you doing with your margarita?
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, on you're also box, nursing and stuff, so. Well, so I mean, on the rocks <laughs> and
0: with salt, lots of salt
2: very good you chose correctly on that one
0: <laughs> um, what's your favorite makeup product aka can't leave home without it
2: god i'm dying uh, to know this
0: <laughs> i
1: i leave home with every i leave home without anything i don't take anything with me if, if i'm not on stage speaking i do not wear makeup at all
0: no lipstick you, you don't just put on lipstick no. to just feel i mean
1: it, it, it's okay, I shouldn't say never at all. There's once in a while, if I feel up to it for mass, I'll put some something on. <laughs> um, but I mean, i I try to make sure my face is clean. And by clean, I mean, I take one of the wet wipes and wipe it down real quick. Um,
0: I only asked because then, yesterday morning Danielle Bean tweeted out that sometimes she puts mascara on before she gets on the treadmill because it just makes her feel more powerful. That's, that's, well,
1: I'll tell you something. She might be on to something completely there. No, I mean, I, I like a lot of different products, but like one thing I'll, I'll never leave home without, I don't have that. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I, I forget everything. So it would never come with me.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
2: <laughs> all right, Leah, your favorite kids' show, like the one you would almost watch even though all your kids are asleep, and your least favorite kids' show that your kids like?
0: Oh, uh, the
1: least favorite is probably that stupid Caillou.
2: Oh, you let Caillou into your house?
1: No, no, I don't. That's my okay. least favorite. I that that whiny little bald kid is just weird. Weird. And he's not weird because he doesn't have hair for the record. He's weird because he's <laughs> whiny. And he's just that is just it's just so strange. Is he French? Is he Canadian? I don't know. Can't really tell what's going on with him. Anyways, he's too hes too weird for me. I, he, he's not allowed in our house. Um, and then um, I would probably watch if the kids, if it was on and then the kids left, I would probably continue watching Doc McStuffins. <laughs>
2: Very good. <laughs> I had caught
1: myself at some points being like, like Agnes left the room. And I'm like, wait, what was the diagnosis? What happened <laughs> with the dinosaur? <laughs> All right.
2: I mean, it's just still playing. I just what I'm not gonna turn it off.
0: (laughs) Why? Why would you do that? Um, tacos or burritos? Um,
1: probably a taco. You know, I like that crunch. It's like chips and meat, so I kind of feel like it's like a nacho thing, but you know, for an adult.
0: (laughs) Fair enough.
2: (laughs) Um, let's see. Did you write down another one, Sarah? You can go ahead because I'm just here like a scratching my head oh you go. um,
0: you got another one favorite saint
2: oh that was a good one
1: uh there's just I mean I I hate that question there's just too many <laughs> <questions> <laughs> okay that. so
0: you you're saying that on so our podcast so you're saint for 2017 <laughs> I don't do that
1: I mean I know people do that's great good for you I, I mean I just feel very uh I don't like commitment so um <laughs> I'm just going to commit to everybody. I love Fulton Sheen. Mm. I love, of course, JP 2 I love Mother Teresa. And I love Teresa of Avila. Um, But, you know, I'm I'm afraid right now someone's in heaven is like, I can't believe she didn't say my name. You me out. (laughs) I've helped her out every day. So, I don't know
2: good way to cover yourself that's a very catholic move right there both hands Thank
0: you. i was about Thanks. to say the both end
2: yeah <laughs> all right pregnancy craving what's your what's your weirdest or most obsessed pregnancy craving
1: um it would be one of two things my husband caught me uh drinking the pickle jar like i was
2: drinking the juice Dang, that's heavy that's like way into it
1: <laughs> yeah that's like not even like I, I oh i first ate all the pickles and then i drank it and it I still, like, I, I can start sal- salivating when I think about it again because I'm like, that was really good that day. Um, so, yeah, pickle juice is super tasty to me. And then just sugar. Just, I mean, in, I mean sugar is wonderful. Um, just all things with sugar. Uh, but even just sugar itself. Like, just sugar. <laughs> just sugar is good. Sugar cubes.
2: Before yeah. you switched to iced coffee, what was the most amount of times that you reheated the same cup of coffee?
1: <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I That happened. This is the moment that broke me as a mother. I think I reheated it. It had to have been, I'm not kidding, probably like around 11 times. And I was so pissed off at the end of it. And I'm like, this is the worst coffee now. This is the stupidest thing I've ever done. I should have just made a new cup. And I was like, forget it. I am not doing this anymore to myself. And um, I just took that coffee. I threw it into a you know glass and I add some ice. And I'm like, fine, forget it, man. Bring it on <laughs> now, <laughs>
2: kids. <It's good. laughs> I think yeah. my wife enjoys laughing at me on the weekends because like during the work week when I go, I can actually drink my cup, but she'll catch me like reheating it before I've even taken a sip since the last time I reheated it. And she just looks at me and smiles, kind of like my little taste of, what her every day is like <laughs>
1: right right yeah yeah no it's just it's just ridiculous i just embrace the ice coffee i mean if if i can get a cup a hot cup that's great but i don't count on it anymore it doesn't disappoint me i don't let it disappoint me i just add uh, ice cubes
2: <laughs> well done well done are we taking her off is she off did she survive
0: you survived the catholic survived hipster hot seat it was super hard wasn't it
1: it was so difficult. I I, There's at one, one point I just thought, I don't know if I can continue. But-
2: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. actually didn't. You said, I don't like that question. I'm not answering
1: it. <laughs> that uh, is true. I, I did not even have to lie. I'm completely truthful here.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, Leah, it's uh, been a pleasure to have you on. Super fun, super cool. And why don't you tell people that don't know where they can connect with you, what you're up to, what they should know about you moving forward and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, you obviously can, you can connect with me on my website leahdarrow.com. Um I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, Snapchat once in a while. So um yeah, just you know, come on by, say
0: hi and uh, leave me a message. Leah does the best Snapchats.
1: I, well, I, I've been off of it for a while cause I was writing my book and I just yeah. turned in my manuscript and anyway, so I'm getting back on it and I appreciate that. Thank you. Because, um, I really enjoy myself on Snapchat, but yeah, um, I, I,
0: I'll, the, it's the filters, especially the, the filter with the sunglasses and the cool music. It's my favorite, as you know, that's yeah. my go-to. Yeah. Th- my, the best Snapchat that you ever did was Leah on coffee and you were this cool put together and then there was another filter that was absolutely insane and you're like Leah without coffee <laughs> that's yes. the best i watched that multiple times <laughs> i do
1: remember that
0: one yeah it's i'm going to
2: go though. wait i got to i'm going to go back and say the best snapchat you ever did was when you went to the wrong dentist like twice oh yeah that was
0: good too <laughs>
1: what the heck man seriously and i'm still pissed off at that dentist because he messed up my feelings the the third dentist the one i actually found anyways yeah and let me tell you something i live in the smallest town in america like all i guess all we have in our town is like three dentists i kept going to the wrong one it was insane oh my gosh my house is so loud right now so this is an excellent time to wrap up i I don't know if you can hear the background noise but it sounds welcome Welcome to my welcome to my life. See,
2: good for you. I'm in the minivan in the garage, so no one can hear what's happening inside. So <laughs> so smart of you.
0: Go. Oh, awesome. Well, thank. Yeah, it was fantastic. Thanks it was for so good. On. Thank you. Thank you. We'll uh, we'll thanks see you me. online. All right, another Ooh. another epic interview. Oh, we got the Skype exit noise. Awesome. Um, <laughs> so th- that totally revealed the curtain. Um, but Leah did in fact have to go. Uh, but uh, another really great interview, I think she's so fantastic. Um, I first met Leah when she was pregnant with her first. Um, so I don't remember how old she is, but it's been several years at this point and I'm thrilled we could have her on and um, also just crazy that she agreed to come on our, our, our little podcast. <laughs>
2: That's you Sarah works her magic people. She's amazing.
0: Uh, it's networking 101. I'll teach you <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, we have some exciting news about what we're doing in two weeks. Yeah, uh, and it's your idea. We, uh- so why don't you mention it? <laughs>
2: We talked uh, on that crunch with the crunch folks when we had them on the podcast about doing a little fun thing um, because part of our podcast turned into just like a roast of, of Catholic Twitter. And we thought, hey, this is like an actual cool idea. So in two weeks on February 11th, right? At, yeah. at 10 – is it at 10 a.m. Eastern time? Yeah, yeah. We're going to be – we're going to be doing a live podcast called The Catholic Throwdown, and it's going to have a grip of people on it. Um, it's going to be lots of fun. It's going to be You're going to be tweeting in things, and we're going to be making fun of people and, and also praising Jesus somehow at the same time. It's going to be really, really cool. So set your uh, reminder apps for February 11th at 10 a.m. for we've, a live Google Hangout.
0: We've got some really cool folks that are going to join. Um, we've got... Um, the Catholic Couple YouTube channel um, and this Tommy Ty guy—he's uh, a loser. Yeah, uh, the guys from uh, the the Crunch. Katie um, Pre- Pregene, I think Pregene. I'm not sure how to say her name I'm really sorry Katie um, who is actually going to be uh, on our podcast the week following um, Matthew Sewell's going to be on um, so it is uh, Stephen Lewis be we'd be
2: in trouble if we didn't say Stephen oh, Lewis he's, yeah
0: but yeah. he's not on my invite because I don't have his email address hey Stephen works. <laughs> I need your email address um, and so uh, but yeah looking forward to it should be great um, if you guys want to send in any questions or over the next two weeks post some really dumb stuff on twitter we welcome that for the the catholic roast
2: it's gonna be fun and we'll have to go to confession right after so (laughs) oh yes
0: for sure awesome well um tommy this was great um thanks for um getting up super early uh i i know that it's i'm not a morning person so more my hat is off to you truly
2: it's all good it was the heroic hour people that's what it was
0: yeah the yep the heroic minute so I actually have my alarm set um, for when I wake up every day um, and it says the heroic minute, don't waste it. That's actually what my alarm says.
2: Nice. You yeah. get it.
0: Um, yeah. It doesn't work. I still hit snooze, but hey, you know <laughs> what? Like it's there. It's there and I try. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks everybody. Um, I'm Sarah Fabulous. You can find me at catholicdrinky.com or on Twitter.
2: Yeah, I'm Tommy. CatholicHipster.com is a pretty weird website, and then uh, at the GHS silent is a Twitter handle that you could type in. It's those, great. Those Thanks, Twitters. Sarah. It was an awesome morning.
0: Awesome. Yes. Well, um, this feels weird to be done so early. Um, but everybody, take care, and God bless. Well, that's been the day that tells We'll
2: see you hipsters at max. I'll, I'll give
1: you. Hey, give me like thirty seconds. I have to go run, and I think I'm burning something in the oven. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Awesome. <laughs> That's
0: gonna be the outtake. <laughs>
2: I was starting to feel strong and brave there. I gotta tell you. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.